0: Hello and welcome to Tully Travels Podcast. Howdy everyone and welcome to day 18 of getting across USA. Um, To start off with, I know I'll probably end up changing this as I go along, but today was actually one of my favourite days on the bike, Uh, experience-wise and everything since I've landed to America. Uh, it had a bit of everything. There was ups and there was downs. It was, it was just really, really good. Um, for my own sort of, I suppose, mentality and everything. It was, you know, things weren't going well, but I was kind of saved along the way, and it was, I was brilliant, brilliant. So, day started fairly early. Um, alarm went off around half five. I think or five or half five, but um. I could not get up out of bed. So, I was hoping to be on the road for 6am. That didn't happen. It was 6.40, I think, by the time I got going. So, a bit behind, but I thought, "Ah, we'll we'll make it up. We'll make it up. So, left Springfield, left my host, Carol's house. Lovely man. Um, It's probably in his 60s. Um, Yeah, sound fella. I like to chat. Uh, (laughs) His wife died about three years ago, so I think the poor man is a bit lonely, but I um, just a really good soul, you know. But I uh, hit the road anyway, and went down through um, Springfield, past the Capitol building, and the place was very quiet, obviously that hour of the morning. Get out of Springfield fairly handy, and then it was country roads. Um, I didn't bother going on the old Route 66, Um, just the route it was giving me was kind of running slightly parallel or maybe like half a mile away from Route 66 and I thought, you know, quiet roads, I'll be on my own, fine there was zero to write home about which sometimes, you know, is nice but um, you know, after an hour or two of not seeing anyone or anything it can get a bit lonely and boring but uh, kind of kept going with that there was no real wind, the sun was out Took the top off to try and get a bit of colour into my cheeks. So that was nice. Um, Was on a cycle path. And then, yeah, country roads, cycle paths. Yeah, it was... Now and again, you know, it was the same sort of thing. Um, So I was going and going. It was a big mileage day. So I was aiming to do, oh, yeah, 185 kilometres. But I thought, you know, when I land in St. Louis... I'll find another 15 kilometres and I wanted to do a 200-kilometre day. I wanted to do a 200-kilometre day and a 300-kilometre day on this journey. So, yesterday, or sorry, day 18 was the day for that. But, um, landed to a place called Litchfield. I was kind of running low on water at this stage and I was hungry. So, um... I got on to like the Route sixty six Road and you know there's shops all off it and I seen a McDonald's. Now it's not the best of food but I thought I don't care. I I just want to go in here and eat the head of myself. So in and ordered up a load of burgers and chips and nuggets and everything and refilled all my water there and Jesus was delighted. I thought right, I'm I'm ready for off. So I had about 100 kilometres left to do from Litchfield to St. Louis. I was in contact with my host the whole time, just, you know, trying to give him a ballpark figure of when I'd land. Through the leg, over the handlebar, or the, the bar of the bike, and I could feel something. So jumped off again and felt the front tyre, no bother, back tyre, flat. I thought, oh, no. What the fuck? So... I knew I didn't have any tubes because I was lazy in Chicago. I never patched them, never went to a bike shop. So I was like, crap. So I said I'd try and throw a shot of air into it, but it wasn't holding. So I was like, no, no, what's going to go on now? I thought I'm going to have to try and take the tire off and just patch it. Couldn't get the tire off the rim because my tire leverages are... Well, they're 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 had like they're done for. So I need to purchase metal ones because the plastic ones I have, just the the grip and the wear and tear is gone on them. So googled <coughs> bicycle shops. <coughs> Excuse me. Um. So there was one Game Up rebuilt bike shop, bikes shop, um, and it was two miles away or just over three kilometers. I was like, nah, I'm gonna to have to walk this bike all the way out there. So fine, got on with it. Sun was roasting now at the stage, it was about Jesus around quarter to one in the day, I'd say. So uh it took me a good half an hour, maybe slightly longer. And naturally I was reading about the bike shop the closer I got to it, and it was like, like a second hand really bike shop. And you know, if you just needed repairs, so I thought, hopefully, you know, they'd be able to help. So I landed to it and I could not see anyone anywhere but I could see like hundreds of bikes so I kind of just made made my way into the the area and there was this woman she kind of threw up her hands and then she shouted at another fella he came up and told him what the crack was his name was Don um yeah I said I just need help you know do you need to patch the tyre or do you have a tube you know I can buy off you and blah blah he goes yeah man we'll help you out no bother um, he was from Litchfield absolute gentleman now not to try and exaggerate but like maybe it was just because I was I was in a bit spot of bother you know I, if he said no I can't help then I was I'd be as well go looking for a hotel or something like that because there was no way I was going to be able to move like so we whipped off the wheel, whipped off the tyre off the rim, and he went in and just got a new tube, put it on for me, put it back on the tyre, and a few of the bits... Obviously, the bike was covered in muck, because I ended up doing a bit off-roading. He asked me, did I want to get, clean the bike? Did he would he clean the bike for me? I was like, not at all, don't worry. So then um, he was mad excited as well, like, hearing what I was doing, and Jesus was really just... Yeah, honest, positive sort of a fella. So then he ended up calling his daughter up, and presuming it was his daughter, and, you know, told me to tell her what I was doing, and any neighbour that was passing, he was shouting, and here, look at this book and hear what he's doing. He was delighted with the bit of business, and he asked me was I uh, documenting my journey, and I told him I was. Well, he ran off then into the shed, and he landed out with a sign and said, oh, let's get a picture, and he goes, "Will you post it on Facebook. You know, send it to me, and you know, I said, of course. I said, if it, if I can lead to some bit of business for you, I'd love to, love to. So, um, then the his daughter's boyfriend landed up, and I know you should never judge a a book by its cover, but uh he was the type of fella that looked like he got attacked by someone with crayons and markers, covered in tattoos. The, the shopping list on his forehead you know he was I've never seen someone more tattooed in my life but um, a grand sort of a fella quiet and unassuming don't think he really understood or knew the cracker about the whole bike thing but um, it was funny it was such a mix of people in the one area like which is anywhere you go it's a, it's a lovely thing opposites opposites attract and well I got every sort of person in the one area there in Lichfield for 10 or 15 minutes in one hit. But um, the next thing, anyway, <coughs> excuse me, Um was able to get back on the roads. Oh, yeah. I asked this fella then Don. I said, how much do I owe you? Like, and he goes, don't worry about it. Is it. happy to help. I was like, Jesus Christ, man, you're joking, like, He's given me two new tubes. He put one onto the back wheel, and I've a spare one now. Me pump, we didn't. Re- I realised when I got to this villas place, it's it's gone. I I'm lo- I'm missing the back bit of a pump, so I can't actually pump any air into a tire. So if I get a flat, I, I'm done for. He was going to give me a a new pump, but it was too long. It was like the old school ones, the a long thin one and I was like I won't fit up my bike but thank you but he said don't worry I don't want a penny and I was like Jesus man like I can't he spent over an hour like with me here and that's not right so I gave what I had in, in notes small notes so I don't think it was much it might have been 20 quid but I couldn't believe it you know that level of generosity like but maybe it looked like I was desperate and worried and he took pity on me but um incredible you know I don't think I've had you know someone maybe do that to, for me before like especially because I'm a stranger like to these people but I uh, hit the road anyway I was on to my host and within maybe half an hour an hour I got on a bike, bicycle trail and this was going to bring me the whole way into St Louis so I thought lovely there's no more thinking just follow this the whole way so I had about four hours of cycling four and a half hours of cycling to do and i was like I just need to get the head down it's half two now at this stage it was quoting me that i'd land at half seven which i don't like cycling longer or much after 7 p.m even though it's still bright but um you know people are that hour of the evening maybe you know if they finished work at like four or five they might have a few pints on them and uh, you wouldn't know who would be hanging around so um Get more to she Stopped once or twice, you know, just to grab a drink or go to the toilet and got talking to another cyclist. Um, Bree was her name. She was just going for a spin for the evening with her friend, doing 50 miles, which is 80 kilometres. That was her way of passing her evening. And then got to Mackenzie uh, Bridge. And I met my host, Sean. I was going to go to a different bridge, but I was kind of just like, oh, I just want to get there and be done with it now at this stage. Um, Sound fella landed on the bike, told him what the crack was. And, you know, with the wheel and everything, and super helpful. And at this stage, I was up on about 177, I think, kilometres. So I told him, listen, I'd like to do 200 kilometres before I stop so can we find a couple of kilometres he's like yeah no bother get over the bridge and we were taking pictures and then for some reason I don't know how my Strava ended itself and uploaded and I was like no and I had 181 kilometres so I was 19 shy so I restarted it again and we cycled round we went to the Arch Sean was my photographer for the evening uh, it brought me up the main streets and a couple of side streets. Um, a Latv- Latvian area, like the houses are different and like where like some Germans moved there years ago after the war and, you know, they kind of put their own stamp, um, uh, in this particular area in Saint Louis. And then um, I was out of water and then, uh, Sean said, "Are you hungry or you know trying to get an ice cream?" There's a really good place here called Clementine. So I was like, "Yeah, we'll go there." So. Parked up the bikes. I asked him, "Did he want one?" He said, like, "No, I'm all good." So went in. the Queue was it was big enough, and then uh, I just got talking to this man and woman in the queue. I'm sad to say, I cannot remember their name, but um, it was the man's birthday, so the the wife was taking him out, and she was going buying him ice cream. So I told them they were asking me what I was doing, and I told them, and she offered to pay for me ice cream. I'd only literally met the woman like five minutes and just talking to her in the queue. And I was like, no, no, and like, Jesus, don't. You don't have to do that. And she goes, no, I'd love to, you know, what you're doing is great and blah, blah, blah. And then the husband piped up and said, take it, take the offer. It's not an offer, she does offer to pay. So we were laughing at that. And, yeah, just got a nice queue for myself and met them outside and got a picture with them. And I was just a really, you know, great thing after... Suppose getting the flat tire, and you know, a bit panicky, and you know, coming into like a new city, St. Louis, and obviously as well, um, a new state, Missouri. So I left Illinois. I'm in Missouri. It's my tenth state as well. So like, what a start, you know. Um, I I didn't know much about the place, but uh, I'd heard people saying, yeah, Midwesterners are lovely, and well, if. If day 18 is something to go by, like, it's... Things are, are going to get better and better. So, um, Seven Sean, we, we headed home to his house. It's a lovely sort of two-storey house. Uh, on a quiet street. It has a, a freeway beside it. So, there's a nice bit of background noise. It's, it's no harm, you know, you can kind of relax with the world passing by outside your door. He's two dogs and two cats. One of them is a husky, um... Oh, lovely dogs And we were chatting away I went for a wash Because obviously I was humming uh, With sweat At this stage So we said we'd go out for a bite to eat We walked down the road To an Irish bar It used to be known as O'Malley's Back in the day But has changed hands I think And now it's called the Irish Corner Bar Very original We went in there uh, there wasn't many in there. There's only about a handful. But, um, oh, the crack. Like, I was very, I was tired, but the crack and the laugh and I'd done in there, I thought, oh, this is absolutely brilliant. So I uh, ended up uh, having pizza, a couple of bottles of beer, and uh, it was a nice wind down, you know, of the day and, you know, engaging with people and having the crack. And it was really just a positive, you know, if you were trying to... Plan or write a day out, or organise a day out. It wouldn't have gone better than it did. Like, so, um, headed home and headed for the bed, and just yeah, relaxed and sort of was, you know, gathering my thoughts about the day and everything, and you know, planning my route as well for the next couple of days, and um, felt very satisfied. Like, you know, the big mileage, you know, um, obviously I was a bit slow when I was leaving Chicago and. It's, the mind was kind of a bit scattered or whatnot, but it's back into the swing of it, you know, dealing with strangers, engaging with people as much as possible, and absolutely fantastic. Um, you know, I don't want to say sound like it's all positive, but even when I thought something was bad or negative, you know, with the flat tyre and am in trouble, it worked out better than I could have planned. So uh suppose, yeah, you just kind of have to roll with the punches as they say. Not to sound like I'm um, spouting cliches, but um if if I didn't get that puncture, you know, I wouldn't have had this engagement maybe with the, the Don or with the ice cream lady or anything like that. So uh I was it was fantastic. But um that's me done now anyway. For another for another episode. But uh coming up I on an interview with uh, A guy from where I'm from Back in Ireland Same parish actually Kallasser Swinford County of Mio. His name is Tom Horkin And uh, We met up When we were in Chicago Had a nice chat And um, Yeah it was nice Just to To meet a familiar face And uh, This is what he had to say So That's all from me Thanks for listening And good luck Hello and welcome everyone how are you getting on? Uh, time for another chat slash interview. Joined by a fellow neighbour of mine from Calasser, Swinford, County Mio, Tom Horkin, you're very welcome to the pod. Jimmy, great, uh, great to have you. Thanks a million. Delighted, uh, delighted to join you on the podcast. Well, Dan, thanks to you. Um, I mean, we're here in your house here in Chicago and a uh, great day and evening and uh, you're quite the chef. Oh,
1: <laughs> it doesn't happen too often now, but I had to roll out the red carpet for you come today, Jimmy. You now, so yeah, we're with we the spuds in us, and I think you've you're fuel on board for the next few weeks of cycling ahead. So
0: <laughs> that's it. Um, as we said earlier, I'll be the only man to cycle across America and put on weight.
1: <laughs>
0: but uh, first off, Tom, how, how are you keeping today?
1: yeah great to me now all good now yeah yeah um yeah we're here in chicago uh over a year now i guess so um all getting well settled into life now so yeah all, all very good yeah,
0: yeah. I, I don't know. time is time is flying by um do you mind telling people that are listening uh whereabouts we are in chicago
1: yeah we're just we're in uh i suppose a suburb northern suburb of, of chicago in a town called evanson um, so it's probably best known over here I guess for the university so it's a big college uh, northwestern um, so it's one of the big 10 I think of the, the university so it's quite a big student town and it's quite a suburban area a lot of families in, in the neighborhood as well so it's, um, it's probably I guess about 10 miles north of the, the downtown of the city.
0: Yeah and you're not too far away from Lake Michigan. Yeah, we're right. Yeah, literally a couple of blocks over from us here. So
1: yeah, with the beach close, close by. So yeah, during the summer months now, it's uh, it's nice to head across and uh, yeah, beach right in our doorstep down, which is lovely. Aye, jeez, you know, dip the
0: toe in on the hot day. Yeah, a bit warmer <laughs> than in the scroll anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you mind telling us, Tom? Um, I suppose how it came about that you've ended up here in Chicago. Yeah, I so, saw. Yeah, it's all I suppose work related. Uh, really,
1: to me. Um, so I, I joined Hollister, um, so we've we a big plant down uh, down in Ballinat uh, at, at home in Mayo, um, so I joined Hollister about eight years ago, and um, our global headquarters is here in Chicago, so just a little bit further north, actually, in a town called Libertyville. Um, so I was working for Lister for, I guess, nearly five years in Ballina, and then the opportunity came up to move into a, a new role uh, in London, uh, so we had about two, two and a half years over there and got to kick a, a bit of ball with yourself and Connor Campbell and Dan Ibo, um over in London. And um, uh, so we had about two, two and a half years there and then the chance just came, uh, came up to, to come across here then, and we're based out of the, the global headquarters here. So it meant moving the family again and, and uh, moving north to Chicago. So here we are now, yeah. a year later, so yeah. yeah. Um, had you been to Chicago before? Um, I'd been a few times actually, just all, all with work as well. So through Hollister, um, since I joined them, probably maybe two or three times a year, we would have been over for different meetings. and. Um, just as it turned out, actually, when I when I joined Hollister around the same time, a cousin of mine from Climaris, uh Paul Harkin, um, he had has got married to to a girl Jen from Chicago, so they moved over on the same time I was joining Hollister. So every. Every time i'd come over on a work trip i'd probably tag on a weekend and get to head out in the town with them so um so I got a chance actually to see a good bit of the city before we came so i knew kind of what we were getting ourselves into uh before we moved so
0: yeah you, you knew your way around like, you yeah, your yeah. way around a little bit anyways yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um well you've been obviously here uh what well, just over a year and you've been before um, have you seen much else of america or many other places
1: yeah, I, yeah. We, I suppose we've travelled around a bit actually and even before, I suppose even before we, we came to, to live last year um, we, we, we'd we done a few holidays and stuff with Kira. Um, so we actually honeymooned, honeymooned in the US as well so we're on the west coast um, there so we got to do quite a bit of San Fran down to LA, Vegas all, all the usual there as well so that was, that was a good crack, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And I, other than Chicago, where else would it be? A favorite place would you say? Um, well, probably on that trip,
1: actually, the, one of the big national parks was, was pretty class. Um, uh, Yosemite, uh, over on the west coast, there was, was brilliant. Like, so we did just a couple of days out hiking in, in, in the wild and uh, just off and on with just the, the landscape and the sheer size and scale of it, like, was, was brilliant. So, yeah, that's probably so it's on the cards now to do a few more of the big national parks when we're here now as well. So yeah, that's pretty cool to do. Yeah, um
0: you're well settled in here and we were talking earlier you've a good little support system here you have uh, two ladies that joined us here today they've been a great help to you
1: yeah yeah we've um geez we've got we've got so lucky we've um two ladies here that nearly are adopted chicago mammies are, are adopted uh nannies for for the kids so uh yeah two ladies from cross Malina, uh Anne and mary mcgarrigal so they're here going on nearly 50 years so they they moved out here as, as nurses and spent their whole careers here and they just live over the neighborhood from us here in, in Skokie so they would be really good friends with Kira's mum all over the years so we got introduced to them just as we were moving over and they've been absolutely brilliant now so um, yeah so it's nice you got a chance to meet them here and yeah. and, uh, and have a little glass of wine and a, and a bit of food with them as well but yeah lovely ladies and uh, just been such god brilliant support to us now so it's Mother's Day here in, in the US different different day to, from home so we thought we'd have them over today now as well so right.
0: And uh, for two women that have lived outside of Ireland for fifty years, they haven't lost the accent. Oh, yeah, absolutely not! No, good thick
1: cross my accent
0: on, on them still. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, uh, as well, uh, you know, with living in Ireland, and you know, you have the two young kids. Is there any, I suppose, major differences you've seen between America and Ireland in terms of, I suppose, like having young kids or things you'd like to change or? Would you? Is there anything from America you'd bring back to Ireland and Ireland to America?
1: Yeah, good good question.
0: Yeah, I suppose. I
1: guess the one thing you'd love to be able to bring from home now that we're here is is the family is the is the obvious one I suppose. Like you definitely missed the uh, family and friends and um like it's brilliant I suppose we we've, we've had loads of people come to visit us and we've uh, a load more of the family coming out over over the summer and some of the lads have been over as well but, um that's the big thing you'd miss for sure like definitely so. Um, I suppose going the opposite direction might be bringing the weather home to the west of Ireland would be the, the obvious one as well. So, the dry uh, day, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, ah, oh yeah, like Jesus. The, the, I suppose the the big thing you would enjoy here is the outdoor lifestyle. Um like once it starts to warm up in kind of April, May time through to October you nearly six months of a lovely summer and just yeah join the outdoor lifestyle and barbecues and he, all of that he, so
0: you can you can leave the big coat in the, okay, in the <laughs> yeah, wardrobe the yeah. wardrobe.
1: yeah no it's definitely geez, one extreme to the other like the winters here are, are particularly definitely. cold like um like the, the snow and the ice now we got we got lucky enough this year it wasn't too bad but um yeah some years can, can get pretty oh, low temperatures but uh, yeah. you'll take the good with the bad I'll take the in the summer,
0: as well, so for, you, you put up with a bad winter for a good summer, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but in America, one thing I've, I've always sort of known, but you know, you realize it more now when you're here the amount of sports there is here you know, there's basketball, American football, hockey, baseball. Have you gotten into any of them, or do you have any teams you support? Yeah, um, geez, like, for, for years
1: actually, um, I'd have always followed the Bulls in, in, in the basketball, so. Would've played um would have played kinda of, good bit of basketball when I was younger at school and then for, for N U Y G when I was in college in Galway would've played basketball for them as well. So always had that sort of grow for for the basketball and way back then I guess Jordan was the the main yeah. guy in the NBA, so he was the man and the Bulls were winning all the championships. So um, yeah I probably went to Three or four games During the season this year um, And uh, They just The Bulls made the first round Of the playoffs But they were knocked out there now, so they're out of it At the minute But um, yeah Probably the baseball Or the basketball Is the, is the big, one, big and, one And following the Bulls Yeah mm-hmm. And uh, yeah I went to a couple Of, a couple of baseball games with, When the Cousins were over Last summer then as well We, we were, uh, got to cook those games so Basketball oh, I'd say Is the big one in the Bulls Yeah, yeah,
0: it's, yeah. It's, it's plenty of, and just scoring and it's lively
1: enough, I'd say yeah. Ah it is and it's a, like it's it's a big social, like it's really like a, a night out, like and um like, it's it's probably kind of similar to the, the baseball one some of the sports here, like it goes on for maybe three hours, three and a half hours, something like that, but it's constant. It's From music, it's beers, it's entertainment, you don't you can't switch off for a minute like so. It's g- good night out, yeah, yeah, cr- yeah. Cr- cr- crack, yeah.
0: Um I was here back whatever, two thousand eight, two thousand nine and I was playing Gaelic football out here. It's it's a huge Irish community and the, Gaelic is a big thing here as well. art oh, it's, it's
1: it's massive, yeah. Like even even moving out last year, Kira started playing with with Ashley and Gales uh, yeah. o- over here, um, and uh, like she was meeting girls that from Nafine in Dublin, which was the club she played with when we were when we were living in Dublin for for a number of years as well. So yeah it's a small world like Gaelic Gaelic makes the, the world a lot smaller same as like when we were in London Jimmy like yeah. it was brilliant you know even in the middle of Covid we're getting a chance to meet up and, and do training and stay like connected with lads from home so kick, um, kick plenty of eyes <laughs> yeah some things never change no matter where we go, going the world's still kicking the wides anyway so um, but uh, yeah we found that great because like, I suppose when we were moving over I, I was lucky I had a big network through work of people that I knew and so you kind of had that moving but you know, it was a big move for Keir I guess so the football was brilliant just to get to, to meet people get to know people and um, yeah I just met some, some good friends out but it now so yeah, it's, it's my yeah.
0: it's brilliant and everyone is you know we're all in the same boat and everyone's going to welcome at the GAA and come and have the crack and play and... Ah, yeah. No, yeah,
1: there's just that mindset, no matter where you go in the world, I think, through, through the football and with Irish people, like, they can't do enough for you and, you know, they'll put you up or help you out. And um, I think you're, you're sharing some of the stories, Jimmy, as well, like you're meeting people all along the way that, yeah. from
0: home, they can't do enough for you or help uh, you yeah, out or, yeah. I, know, I, I bet they're not fall out with too many, for, for, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> um, yeah, do you have any memory you'd like to share with us, Tom? That maybe sticks out in your life to date. That you'd like to tell us about. Be it in America or back in Ireland, or how would you? What's been a big day for you? Do you think? Um, oh,
1: jeez, no! You're putting you're putting me on the spot now. Uh, might have been a clearer head before we started on the beers here. <laughs> Um ah look I, I suppose the obvious one is maybe the with the lads being born would be be two big particular days that would that, that would stand out. Um it was an interesting one for anyone that was around the club at home at the time. The day Connor was born was the, the day we had a relegation uh playoff with Swinford, so uh, we had to win uh against Park to, to stay up and uh, we were heading to the hospital the evening before, heading out the door, the waters had broken and Kier turned around and said, "Would you bring the bring the gear bag with you?" So I, I didn't want to even go there, <laughs> even to to mention it. But Kier said, "Bring the bag. You never know how how the night might go." So, um, Connor was born around um two or three o'clock in the morning, and things were going well. So. By about eight nine o'clock here I turned around and said are you gonna to go to that game or not and I said jeez but well, if you're okay I'll go so yeah, yeah. I yeah. rang Billy it was Billy Mack was trainers at the time and rang Billy and said I'll be there in the next hour or so so I uh, got home for the game we uh, won the match and I think I hung up the boots from there and then that was the last game for Swinford but uh that one probably stands out so a special day like right. Connor being born and uh, and uh, tied in with football too was, was pretty cool so it
0: all worked out
1: it all worked out and it worked out yeah yeah and yeah. um,
0: for anyone that's Christian Tom, um, maybe that's not been to Chicago and maybe thinking about it or wondering, you know, about Chicago, but to come and visit or even to live, what advice there? what would you tell them? What's your selling point for the place? Yeah,
1: oh, look, geez. It, it, it's a lovely city, I have to say. Um, uh, God, the year we've been here, we, we've really enjoyed it. And I suppose maybe a little bit different to New York in terms of just like the sheer size and scale in New York like it's it, it it's massive and you know it's so busy in the downtown there. I think Chicago's a, a little bit more relaxed and chilled out and um even the, like the downtown is a bit more compact and and you know clean around it and I guess you're on the lake here as well so like during the summer months you have, you have beaches everywhere up and down the, the shoreline as well so um yeah you've nice mix of of city life but lovely mix of you don't feel like you're in a city either like you're down at the beach a few minutes after work has finished and yeah, yeah lovely evenings as well so
0: and it's it's not salt water either no leg, yeah it is
1: yeah. no harm sometimes yeah you can, if you're taking it in like <laughs> yeah when i'm trying to swim uh um, yeah you're not full of salt at least but uh no look yeah got anyone anyone that's thinking about it um you could go to a lot worse places so it's um yeah lo- lovely city you now i have to yeah. say really enjoying it yeah, yeah it's
0: played a big part in my life obviously 14 and 15 years ago spending two summers here and uh, this is my f- fifth time and I'll probably be here at least another five times after this I'd say yeah yeah you were sharing stories with me now from your previous trips to make
1: the podcast here now <laughs> so, Jimmy yeah. that's for the later episodes <laughs> <laughs> and, um, extra hours podcast yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but, um, Tom it's been great seeing you but um, have you any final words or pieces of advice Life in general to live by that you'd like to share. Oh, jeez, you're, you're, you're going deep here now,
1: Christy <laughs> Um oh, I had nothing major, I suppose. I, I guess advice in life in general is really just you know treating people with respect and 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 um, you know uh treating people with dignity in terms of where they're coming from in life and and understanding their perspective on things as well so um yeah i guess that's the the big thing i try and live by that and uh
0: you give respect you get respect i guess so yeah that's kind of what i try to to live by yeah um and you, you said you might join me for a couple of miles on the bike now tomorrow morning (laughs) <laughs> but if you do the babysitting tonight I'll, I'll do the bike with you tomorrow so <laughs> that's a deal <laughs> God, man. Tom it was great seeing you and talking to you and thanks for opening up your house to me it was great seeing you
1: oh, look it absolute absolute uh, privilege to have you over Jimmy and uh, look you're, you're flying the flag for Swinford you're doing everyone really proud at home and uh, just best wishes obviously on the rest of the journey I think you're, you've still a good few miles to go yet yeah. so um, just stay safe on the road and uh, yeah we'll, we'll all be following uh, over, over the coming weeks as well. Yeah, for play. Thanks, John. Great stuff to